Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, June 29th, 2023. Stand up for your country. Lot to report tonight. Doesn't look like a busy news day on the surface, but it is. And it's important. And uh, President Biden's doing more bad things. It's getting personal between me and Mr. Biden. I'll admit it. Has nothing to do with political parties. Nothing to do with ideology. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Okay, listen to this. So today at 2.30, there was an interview in New York City between President Biden and MSNBC person Nicole Wallace. Right? Why? Why? She could have flown to Washington easily and done that interview. By flying into New York City... The president negatively affects tens of millions of people. Tens of millions. Streets blocked off. Traffic backed up to Rhode Island. Okay? Chaos. New York taxpayers footing the bill. Police overtime. All kinds of other things have to be put in place to get the man from Kennedy Airport into Midtown Manhattan for this stupid interview that means nothing. All right, Nicole Wallace isn't going to interview Mr. Biden with any kind of content. That's like having your mom interview you. All right, he's not going to ask any tough questions. Oh, uh, some people say you're too old, and Biden can say whatever he wants. Why? You're going to waste everybody's time wasted in Washington. 
Now, the whole city, 16 million people in this area where I am, everybody's inconvenienced and the cost is astronomical. So why is Biden doing it? Because he's got a fat cat event where he's going to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars, perhaps millions, for his reelection campaign. And that's why. And again, he can write the whole thing off. We pay for it because he's doing the White House business by talking to MSNBC. Again, that's like being interviewed by your mother. Total waste of time. And if you don't believe me, tune in next week. I'll do a montage cut of the interview. Okay, I'll prove it to you. So what this tells me, and I could be wrong, but that doesn't happen too often, um, is that Biden just doesn't care about anybody but Biden. Maybe he cares about Jill, his wife, maybe. But he doesn't care, generally speaking, about anybody. If I were president of the United States, I swear to you, and this was presented to me, I said, look, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to disrupt all of those people's lives for a selfish act, a con, so I can raise all this money and charge all the expenses to the taxpayer. That's what Biden's doing. I wouldn't do it. Okay? I just, I couldn't do it. Biden didn't care. Now, I'm not going to call him a sociopath. A sociopath is a person with no human feelings at all. And you, you know some of them. Right now, they, they're using a word narcissist, very thin line. Um, a sociopath will kill you and not feel any remorse, sit down for supper. Biden's not a sociopath. He's just an unbelievably selfish human being. That's what he is. Now, you can say most politicians are like that, and I would not disagree. At this point in history, I would not disagree. The most unselfish president I've ever seen, I haven't seen literally, but you know I'm a historian, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, the guy was, what he went through, it was incredible. But most of them are selfish. All right? they, you know, you know what they are. So now it comes down to not only is Joe Biden unbelievably incompetent, and he is. There is nothing in this country that has improved under his watch. And if you can give me one thing, and don't give me unemployment is low. Unemployment was low when he came in. Okay? Don't give me infrastructure spending. Don't give me that. Just one thing in your life that's improved. Your life. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town so we know you're a real human being. Just give me one that's better after two and a half years for Biden being in the White House. That's all I want. And I'll read it on the air because I don't have any. Everything in my life is worse now. All right. Society, speaking about society, not personal, um, than it was when Biden came into office. Everything. I mean, the, the amount of money that I'm paying for stuff on Long Island is, is just staggering, way beyond 6% inflation, way beyond. You go into a restaurant, it's insane. Grocery store, gas station, clothing, whatever it may be, 
is double what it was four years ago. And I'll give you the stats in a moment to prove it, not just me. So anyway, it's personal now between Joe Biden and myself. I think he's a bad guy. And I'm a simple man. I got good guys and guys encompass women too. It's just like a catch-all here. Good, eh, in the middle, and bad. Now, in my life, I got a lot more good than bad. Okay? Biden, bad guy. That's the memo. All right, here are the polls. AP. Um, Democrat 43, Republican 36, not a fair poll. No surprise from the AP. It's a very left-leaning news service now. All right, here is the question. Overall, do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden's handling his job? Approve 41, disapprove 58. Uh, overall, second question, you approve or disapprove of the way Biden's handling the economy? Okay, so only 34% approve, 64% disapprove. That's a big number. Okay, and it's the spending that individuals have to do. That's what's driving that. Final question, how would you describe the nation's economy? Good 30%, poor 69%. Neither good nor poor 1%. You always get those. Okay, so, look, it's not hard. I, you know, this is a worldwide broadcast now. So, you uh, guys, <laughs> gals, watch this overseas, you can't participate. Because your country's different. But from Fairbanks, Alaska to Key West, Florida, people are watching the no-spin news. If in your area prices have not gone up, please tell me I want to report it. But I don't think I'm going to be finding that. Gallup survey, okay? We wouldn't tell us what the uh, party breakdown is, okay? 1,013 adults. First question, how would you rate Economic conditions in a country today. All right, excellent one. One percent excellent. One. Good 18. So for 19 percent, yeah, it's all right. Fair 37, poor 44, that's 81 percent. I don't know how the guy runs for re-election. I don't know. And, and you got 81 percent in the Gallup poll saying the economy is hurting us. And then his job approval is 41 percent. doesn't stack. Oh, it doesn't stack. All right. Right now, uh, do you think economic conditions are getting better or worse? Getting better, 27. Getting worse, 66. Okay. Now, look, I know Trump. I know the deficits of Trump. I know people would uh, rather vote for Jerry Mathers. That's leave it to Beaver, for those of you in the baby boom generation, than Trump. Okay. They they vote for anybody over Trump. I, I got it. But really... Joe Biden. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundations Never Forget programs engage people in 
9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. All right, RFK Jr. challenging Joe Biden. Okay. Now, I have known uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. for decades. I know the Kennedy family pretty well. I work with Doug Kennedy at Fox. Um, I like the Kennedy family. I admire them. You know, many of you from reading my books that I, Robert Kennedy Sr., one of my political heroes, and I don't have many. Guy was, you read Killing the Mob? Bobby Kennedy? That's all you need to know. That weasel J. Edgar Hoover, the head of the FBI? No. Bobby Kennedy's the one that dissembled the mob. Anyway, his son is challenging Biden. Now, RFK, uh, according to Real Clear Politics, average of the polling, has 14%, Biden 64%. So at this juncture, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. has no chance. His constituency is based on two things, his name and his anti-vax stance. Now, I'm not going to get into the anti-vax, but I will tell you this. Millions of Americans were and are against vaccines because they don't trust big pharma and the government. They don't believe the CDC. And this is both on the left and the right. Bobby Kennedy is an anti-vaxxer. He wrote a book, a best-selling book, all about it, and it did very well. Millions of people don't want any part of any vax. That's who's supporting RFK Jr., by and large. But if you go a little bit deeper into Kennedy's view of the world, it gets a little troubling. Go. I'm running because I feel like my party has lost its way, Um, that the values that my uncle represented, my father represented when they were Democrats uh, have been... uh, Uh, neglected, let's say. Um, And I want to try to bring the Democratic Party back to those values. 
and the party traditionally was anti-war as well. My uncle, President Kennedy, was asked by his best friend what he wanted on his epitaph on his gravestone, and he said he kept the peace. He said the principal job of an American president is to keep the country out of war, and the, the Democratic Party has represented those views since its inception. Mm, that's not true. Okay, and uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. Uh, basically is blaming America for the Ukraine war. And he said on News Nation that he would pull all war funding out and spend it on domestic things. Well, that might sound good if you're a liberal person, but it's not. So Harry Truman was a Democrat, right? Korean War. Harry did it. John F. Kennedy began the Vietnam War. Did you know that? And brought us, we the people in the United States, the closest to a nuclear war that any other president has done. By blockading Cuba, Khrushchev sent Russian warships. Okay? Kennedy put up a blockade. If they started to shoot at each other, that could have ignited a nuclear war. Why did JFK do that? Because Khrushchev wanted to put missiles into Cuba that could hit the USA easily. So JFK was not a peace president. Wasn't. And he didn't keep the peace because of Vietnam. And the Democratic Party is not the party of peace. It's not. Democrats, going all the way back to the Civil War, ignited violence. Lincoln was a Republican. So Bobby needs a history lesson, needs to read the killing books. Uh, he's not up to speed on that at all. And to say that the United States would be safer and better if we pulled out of confronting Putin and Xi and the mullahs in Iran and let them run wild, do whatever they wanted to do all over the globe. Do you think that makes sense? That's Eugene McCarthy stuff. You Again, you got to go back. McCarthy was the peacenik in, during the Vietnam War. So when I hear that, I go, Bobby should know his history a little bit better. Now, the second soundbite I'm going to play for you is about Immigration, which was second to the economy as far as an issue in 2024. Go. I don't think that it's going to be possible to get an immigration reform package through Congress until we seal the border. Because we've got now, uh, we've got now in the last three years, seven million people have come across the border illegally. I was against Trump's wall. But having seen it down there, I see that there, there's, you were required to give a physical barrier during certain, not all the way, 2,200 miles from San Diego to Brownsville, Texas, but certain highly densely populated areas, you need a physical barrier. Now, I should say that uh, Kennedy explained his throat malady. It's a physical malady, so a lot of people ask about that. Now, the fact that he has come to the realization that we have to stop this illegal migration into the United States angers the core Democratic Party, which does not want that at all. Okay, 
So Kennedy's going against his party. And believe me, Democrats hate him because Democrats, by and large, love the vaccine. They love the COVID stuff. Why? Because it made the government more powerful, the federal government more powerful by ordering and mandating what you could do during the COVID epidemic. That's what the Democratic Party wants. Strong central government in D.C. dictating to us how we live. That's why they supported the vaccine as much as they did, the Democrats. Kennedy's against the vaccine. The Democratic Party wants open borders. Okay, Kennedy's against that. So there's no way he's winning over his own party. A third party running could do it, siphon off a little support from Biden, but um, he's not going to do it. It's too expensive. All right, we up to speed on RFK, I hope so. Um, I'm going to play a soundbite in a minute about my battle with uh, Chris Cuomo be- right before that uh, town hall. Okay, J- uh, July 4th, 51 people. 51 people. <laughs> O'Reilly, come on. Ah. 51 million people in the USA are expected to travel over the 4th of July weekend. Record number. 43 million by car. Four million by air. I, I pity you, I, I, and I do. If you have to go to that airport, oh, say your prayers. My God. And the rest, uh, 3.4 million on bus, train, whatever, pogo stick. So uh, the airline is collapsing as it did on Christmas, during Christmas vacation, because the airline, there's no, no regulating body because the Department of Transportation is run by Buttigieg. One of the most incompetent civil servants I have ever seen. And his guy is unbelievable. And nobody can keep his job unless you had a guy like Joe Biden as your boss. Okay, so far this week, it's Thursday. 36,000 delays, 7,500 cancellations. And it's going to get worse over the weekend. So if you're going to the airport, I, yo. So what does Buttigieg say? So he's on a commercial flight because now they won't tell us how many private flights he took. So he has to fly commercial because everybody's looking at him. Here's what he said on his flight. Go. Our cancellation rate yesterday went over 9%, which is a lot higher than what we've been seeing throughout the year, which has typically been under 2%. Now we've known that summer is going to be a stress test on the system. The good news is we've seen a lot of progress this year through Memorial Day. What's the solution? Why don't you do something, you pinhead? <laughs> it's over 9%. And we, yeah, that's higher than we thought. It was gonna... What's your solution? I mean, the airline companies are saying the FAA is the problem. I'm not in there, so I can't define it. All I know is that if you go to the airport, they're going to torture you. Heat wave. So I lived in Dallas for two years. Hottest place. And I lived in Miami for two years. Dallas, hotter than Miami. Okay. Arizona, I never lived there. Um, but every day it's 105. No humidity in uh, Arizona as there is in Texas and Florida. So now 55 million people in this country are under a heat advisory. Austin, Texas Heat index, that's heat, humidity combined, climbed to 118 degrees, a record. Um, So you can die in this. 
you can die. Um, when I was in Dallas, I didn't have a garage for my car. I lived in North Dallas. So the car was out in the sun. It took me 15 minutes to open all the windows and the doors where I couldn't even put my hand on the steering wheel. It was so hot. Could not get in that car. You know, I jacked the air up and everything like that. But I, and then the complex, apartment complex, I was, had a pool. But it, the pool was 110. So you couldn't, like, cool off. No ocean, a gulf near Dallas. There's a lake, Ray Hubbard, but you don't want to go in that lake. So I'm sitting there from Long Island, best beach place. <laughs> go looking around going, I don't know. I don't know if the barbecue is worth So you guys down there in the South, I, I, I feel sorry for you. If you live in uh, Texas and you have to go to the airport, I have double sorry for you. Uh. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, Supreme Court today says that Harvard and the University of North Carolina cannot use race in determining who attends. So the lawsuit was brought because Harvard is trying to de-emphasize Asian Americans because they're smart. All right. So uh, let me give you the full screen on Harvard admission by race. White, 44, African-American, 15. That pretty much reflects what the population African-American is. Asian-American, 28%, way above. Okay. Hispanic, Latino, 13%. So Harvard uh, is basically what they're doing, but they can't do it anymore, is making it much tougher for Asian-Americans to get in. So the Supreme Court ruled six to three, all right, that the student must be treated based on his or her experience as an individual, not on the basis of race. Fair ruling. Because once you start down that skin color preference road, then you don't have civil rights anymore. Enter Joe Biden. Hey, Joe, we were just talking about you, man. He loves all the race, skin color stuff, loves it because minorities tend to vote for him. 
Here's how he reacted to the Supreme Court ruling. Go. Today, the court once again walked away from decades of precedent and make, as the dissent has made clear. The dissent states in today's decision, quote, rolls back decades of precedent and momentous progress, end of quote. I agree with that statement from the dissent. From the dissent. <clears throat> the court has effectively ended affirmative action in college admissions. And I strongly, strongly disagree with the court's decision. Of course you do. Of course you do. So according to Biden and the Democrats and three Supreme Court justices, you know, Sotomayor, Kagan and Brown. Yeah, the minority skin color. Yeah, let them in. But the other people know. And it's, it's happening. Believe me, I've seen it. Still going to happen, too. They'll cheat. But I'm glad of the ruling. Now, tomorrow, they're going to rule about Biden wanting to forgive college student loans. Now, you know that I predicted that was unconstitutional. I'm not going to bore you with the soundbite, but I predicted a long time ago. Tomorrow, the ruling will come down. The Supreme Court will say you can't. You don't have the power, the president of power to forgive debt. Because remember, if Biden gets away with this, so the kids who took out loans to go through college, they don't pay them back. We have to pay them back. The American taxpayer has to pay them back. Okay, again, I got, I put two through. I put two through. I paid an enormous amount of money. I, I, and I want every kid to have an equal opportunity to pursue happiness. But I'm not paying for Sally over there. And Biden wants me to. No. Because Sally's parents might be profligate spenders. They may have two Ferraris in the garage. But there's not enough money for Sally to go to college because they got the Ferraris, right? Absolutely could happen. I mean, you know, he didn't know. Anyway, I predict the Supreme Court will say, sorry, Joe, uh, you can't forgive loans as president. Kate's law update. Just briefly, July 1st, 2015, 32-year-old Kate Seinle walking with her father in San Francisco, shot to death by an illegal immigrant who had defied uh, deportation six times. So O'Reilly on the O'Reilly factor says we need a new federal law that says if you are convicted of a crime and deported and come back here, you get 10 years minimum in a federal penitentiary even if you don't commit another crime. Just the fact that we find you here and you have a crime on your sheet and you were deported, you come back 10 years. Kate's law became very close to passing okay, in 2015. Mitch McConnell killed it. All right? He didn't like it because that punk O'Reilly shouldn't be legislating. That, that's basically why he did it. Now, Ted Cruz, to his credit, Senator Cruz from Texas, resurrected the bill Okay, H.R. 4238 doesn't have a 10-year mandatory, but he has prison time in it. All right, now I, a few weeks ago, ran into Senator Cruz in D.C., okay, and I talked to him about this. And he's a man of a word. He uh, is co-sponsoring the bill with Senator Tom Cotton and Senator Chuck Grassley, and it's also on the House Judiciary Committee. So this will come up for a vote. It'll pass the House, and it'll put Democrats in the Senate, most of whom will vote against it. 
And that will tell you everything you know, need to know about Democrats in the Senate, won't it? They don't want to punish criminals who are deported and come back? No. Poor Kate Steinle, 32 years old. I'm trying to get Cruz, uh, Senator Cruz on next week. Um, he knows we'd like him to have him on. We'll see. Gallup poll. A lot of polling today, but 4th of July coming up. This is Jermaine, as they say. Uh, Gallup doesn't want to give us their uh, Democrat, Republican. Uh, they don't want to give it. So 1,013 adults. Here is the question. How proud are you to be an American? Extremely, very, moderately, only a little, not at all. Extremely proud to be an American, 39%. Very proud, 28%, moderately, 22%. That's 89% of Americans are okay. Only a little, not at all, 11%. However, the extremely proud number, 39%, is the lowest ever in that poll for Gallup. The highest was 2004, okay, 19 years ago. 70% were extremely proud to be an American. So what happened in those 19 years? Lots. But the reason that the 70% uh, said they were extremely proud in 04 was because of 9-11. And because the USA was kicking tush uh, after 9-11, we removed the Taliban, we removed Saddam Hussein, we were after Al-Qaeda, we were taking vengeance. And Americans wanted that. So that's why. Why has it fallen to 39% a record low? Because of the government, the present government. And Trump is involved with that too. No doubt that he's involved with that too. So that Americans don't like their government. And they're not proud, extremely proud anymore. I don't do it that way because I'm a historian and I know how much good America's done in this world, how many billions of people are free because of us. And I understand what the blood and treasure uh, ratio was to free all those people and to destroy Hitler and Tojo and uh, keep the mullahs at bay and China at bay. I understand. I know that we are a noble nation. I know it. I don't just believe it. Fox News poll, trust and confidence in institutions. Ah. 1,005 registered voters, Democrat 42, Republican 39. That's all right. It's okay. First question overall, would you say generally you trust the federal government? Yes, 31. No, 66. Who on earth is trusting the federal government at this point? You know the cliche, I got a bridge. I, okay. Second question, Um, I'm going to read you a list of institutions. Tell me if you have any confidence. FBI, total confidence 59, lack of confidence 40. Well, that's a big number. That reflects that people aren't paying attention to Hunter Biden, to the FBI, Russia collusion. They're not paying attention. They have the old FBI. There is a new FBI TV show, I think on CBS. So they don't really know. Department of Justice, that's the overseer of the FBI. Total confidence, 51. How could you possibly, how could you possibly have confidence in the Justice Department this way? When the Attorney General may get impeached, Merrick Garland. 
Uh, lack of confidence, 49. So it's split down the middle. Supreme Court, total confidence, 48. Lack of confidence, 52. That's Roe v. Wade. That angered a lot of people, that decision. That's what that's all about. Congress, total confidence, 34. Lack of confidence, 65. The highest number. Um, I'd lo- I would have liked to have seen in this Fox News poll total confidence in Joe Biden. But they didn't. Okay, fentanyl. Got a letter from a concierge member today, broke my heart. 25-year-old daughter, dead, fentanyl. Doesn't get worse. Open border, drugs pouring in. I told a uh, concierge member sought my advice. I referred him to a bereavement group in Southern California, which is excellent. My sister does that kind of work. He needs a group. He needs a bereavement. Never going to heal the pain, but gives you coping mechanisms. This is concierge membership on BillOReilly.com. But I read that letter and I just went, I just, it, It makes me so sad, obviously, for this young 25-year-old girl, but it makes me angry. So our federal, state, and local governments are coddling drug addicts. We're making it easy for them to buy narcotics. That fuels the murderous drug gangs in the inner city and the Mexican cartels. Because the drug addicts provide the money to keep those murderers in business. My take is... Drug addicts are responsible for all the damage they are doing to themselves, to their families, to their country. Chris Cuomo sees it a bit differently. Roll the tape. In New York City, where you are, they have vending machines to help you become a drug addict. No. How insane is that? They don't have vending machines to help you be a drug addict. They have services that allow... Inveterate addicts, they have addicts and services for the addicts so they don't rob and steal and hurt out of desperation to feed their addiction. A crack pipe enables somebody to smoke crack. Yeah, and and if they didn't get the pipe for free, they would see you walking down the street and knock you down and take your wallet. And that's oh, what those services are down, for. Cuomo. It's not to enable addiction. They would knock me down. It would, <laughs> they might knock you down. Let me tell you, when they're desperate. Listen, I appreciate the It'd solution. Be a lot of them. But I'm telling you, we can't get to your solution because of people blaming people for making a bad choice. It creates this threshold of a lack you of understanding right and empathy. You don't have a right to hurt other people because you want to get high. You don't have a right to hurt other people. No one's saying that you don't have that you have a right. I'm saying, but it is also wrong to believe it's volitional. You're treating these guys like they're muggers. They're not muggers. They're not a jerk in the subway who wants to intimidate women and smack guys around. They're sick, not bad. I want them to get off the junk. So I want them to get off the the junk, but only only 20 percent of drug addicts, according to all the studies, want rehab. They don't want it. And the solution is mandatory. If you are a drug addict, you commit a crime, you're caught, they drug test you in the police precinct. As soon as that test comes up, you're on narcotics, you go to a 
humane medical facility built by the states, all right, for a period of time, minimum six months, and you get treatment. Whether you like it or not, that takes the marketplace away. That is the only solution to the chaos drug addicts are causing in this country. Combine it with the open border, hundreds of thousands of deaths, cities destroyed, families destroyed, and the politicians, we have to feel sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for them. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay. Uh, Smart life. You got to build some time in your day to get away from this. I even me, who, who I don't play any game. I use this for work and for information gathering. So an hour, two hours better every day in your schedule. You will not look at that phone. That will break your addiction. It is so powerful, this the addiction. I find myself, you know, if I'm doing something, oh, well, I'm at the phone. No. Build in every day away time from the phone. Smart life. This day in history, June 29, 1967, Jane Mansfield, 34 years old, a rival to Marilyn Monroe, driving in a car near Slidell, Louisiana. When she's involved with a head-on collision with a tractor trailer, she is beheaded in that accident. Jane Mansfield, if you don't know her, roll the tape. Get your morning papers. Get your morning papers. Get your morning paper, man. No, thanks, honey. Can you tell me where I can find 341? 341? Second branch, though, man. Thanks, honey. different era. Anyway, Jane Mansfield uh, was an underrated actress and her daughter was in the backseat of the car when she was killed. Who's her daughter? Well, at the time, they called her, her name, I should say, they called her Marie. But her name is Mariska Hargitay. Roll it. Now, Connie, you say you needed him. And you used him. He loves me, and I love him. That's not love. That's not mothering. That's narcissism. Okay, that's enough. 
I know that your husband wasn't perfect and misguided as it was, he did what he thought was right. But now, he's putting Martin first. That's love, Connie. Okay, so Law & Order, you know her. Um, 56 years ago today, she's in the backseat of that car, little girl. She survived, her mother did not. Um, I ran into uh, Ms. Hargitay at a Broadway show and I had a conversation about her mother, who I felt was very underrated. Um, but I thought you would like to know about that in case you don't even know who Jane Mansfield is. Back with the mail and a final thought about July 4th in a moment. Let's go to the mail. Uh, Tanya, Bill, I have a dumb question. You said Merrick Garland will be arrested. Who's going to arrest him? I didn't say will be. I said he could be. Just like John Mitchell was the attorney general for Nixon. U.S. Marshals would arrest him if it comes to that. Randall, concierge member, hands down, I want Putin to lose in Ukraine. However, my gut tells me the Ukrainian government is corrupt. Yeah, it might be. Lesser of two evils, that's a cliche. Naomi Carrion, uh, Litiz, Pennsylvania. I agree 100% with your comment about drug abusers. They will stop at nothing. Uh, they will lie, steal, and hurt everyone around them to get their drugs. Absolutely. There is no control over these people, and they need to be controlled. Carol. Part of each 12-step program is to accept responsibility for our actions, past, present, and future. Some in our groups really struggle with that. Carol, obviously, in a 12-step group to try to get people off substance. Marianne Pertner, St. Clair Shores, Michigan. I hope you can settle something for me. O'Reilly, a family member, told me Fox News, the people who own it are Democrats. Um, They're not, but they don't like Trump. They're not Democrats. Uh, uh, Dennis Huber, uh, Wesley Chapel, Florida. Mr. Bill, uh, read your, I read your story that inspired your Atheism Nothing There bumper sticker to our Bible class, and it was well received. The story is that I was on the Mass Pike, and a car in front of me had religion fake news. So, of course, I made bumper stickers that said Atheism Nothing There, and they're booming. You want them? BillOReilly.com store. So let's go there right now. Summer reading program. Three books and a Team Normal hat, $32.95. Best deal in the country. Okay. We got all kinds of great stuff. So for the 4th of July, celebrate. All of our stuff is moderately priced. And don't be parsimonious. Word of the day ties in to the BillOReilly.com store. Back with a final thought about the 4th of July. Okay, so 4th of July weekend is here. Yay! Uh, First, you're going to have some leisure time. Please check in with us. I'm going to write a column Sunday, uh, BillOReilly.com, and I'm going to be tweeting, and, you know, I'm never off, really, but we'll have lots of good, fun stuff. All right, right now, um, we have uh, all kinds of specials about our highlights Stuff that we've done on the No Spin News that you may have missed that you don't that you want to see, and then we have the usual. We have the puzzles, and we have all kinds of fun stuff. So please go there. Um, and our schedule is this: I'm going to be off on Monday and Tuesday, and back on Wednesday. I want to give my staff a nice holiday weekend, um, and 
we are efforting Ted Cruz, which would be an interesting interview if he shows up on Wednesday. I hope he does. We got Brett Thomas next week. We've got a lot of stuff, you know, on the board. But uh, I'm going to do a little reading, um, sit on the beach. Finally, nice weather here in eastern Long Island. And uh, I hope you have a good time. Holly the Terror Dog gearing up. I tweeted uh, Holly earlier today. You might want to check that. If you want our tweet band, it's at Bill O'Reilly. So get on the tweet. And we always put stuff on Holly up. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We will see you next Wednesday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.